All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody's looking for somebody. there all you unexplained ones this is cj here at all things unexplained thanks for tuning in with us today i've got my partner in crime dr mounts with me here hey there dr mounts hey it's good to be back i got my hot yes coffee from the local coffee shop ready to go i've got Ooh, a plaque on the jealous. wall based on my <laughs> donations to their economy my name on <laughs> I'm it, sure so. you do. Yes. Once no again, Smitty's not here with us. Right. Yeah. That's pretty standard. Everyone can just expect that Smitty will not be with us. Yeah. I keep trying to get show. him to just join us from his classroom, get a little class participation, you know, maybe yeah. have a podcast assignment. It is, after all, Why just not? history class. I mean, come on. It's like when the local radio station came in to record my students doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Right? That's right. Same thing. No, no difference. It's all education. <laughs> no difference. And all right, public well, education let's, at that. Let's dive back in. We have been talking about Wanda Vision. We've covered a few episodes, and we have a little bit to recap before everyone watches episode five. That's right. Today's a big day. It's February 5th, Friday. That means it's episode five day. We haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Smitty hasn't watched it, not that he would chime in anyway right now, though he pledged to be present for our next discussion. But we're not going to get into anything episode 5 today, we're just going to kind of recap all our thoughts about episodes 1 through 4, and I'd actually really love to circle back to episode 3, CJ. I knew you would want to talk more, yeah. Let's do that. So, episode 3 actually was called now in color and it transitioned into a 70s sitcom and so everything's in spectacular color what and this is the episode that saw wanda continue her pregnancy and give birth to twins billy and tommy and i really got some theories going at the end of episode three because wow there was just so much to unpack and so much unknown And for me, some of these biggest questions were at the end of episode three was, you know, it seems like Wanda may really be the bad guy here. She's definitely in control of some of these situations. Yes. You mentioned that she um, forced some woman out of the house through crashing through walls and crashing through the town and crashing through the bubble. And my question is, how does one repair that wall? I'll show you. Our listeners at home (laughs) can't see this. But she repairs it like this. She kind of makes a rock-on sign with her hands. 
you know so if you tie actually tight rock on in a text it makes this little hand signal oh yes mm-hmm. and she waves them around like this bibbity bobbity boo and boom it was fixed you're lying no that's how she did it <laughs> which ties into a very comic book situation with her powers in the comics her powers are called hex powers which is kind of a witch supernatural reference that situation has never been brought up in the movies or the television show unless it ties into the oddity which we did not go fully into that there are hexagons everywhere in the show Mm. I believe it was episode one where they zoomed in and and instead of in a square kind of like the Brady Bunch you know and maybe it was episode two they zoomed in in a hexagon. Oh, okay. The town, the the bubble that I've been calling it, the town is encapsulated in, is a hexagon. It's a hexabubble, we'll call it. I feel like you would have to know these comics really, really well or spend a lot of time on chat rooms. Is that what they're called? <laughs> chat rooms? Chat, Do we still call them that? AOL? <laughs> You gotta log in um, to to like see these things. Maybe I I do think that the comics were beloved by so many, and including myself. And I actually tried to dig one out to show everybody, but I did not quite get it. But you know, I've got all these comics, and in particular, there was a big run in what I used to collect, West Coast Avengers. And I actually have an episode or number edition number one of west coast avengers and pretty much i collected the entire run of that now not all west coast avengers were very good comics i'll admit that <laughs> we had the infamous great lakes avengers oh you are getting for example. so 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 off topic go back go no back this to is on topic no but, no it's not no this is totally on topic but west coast avengers is probably best known for what they did to wanda and vision and sure enough it seems to really be playing into this episode so like i said after episode three my theory was that wanda has ripped into alternate realities there is Mm. almost no doubt that marvel is going to open up the concept of alternate realities of alternate versions of characters of other universes other realities we already know for a fact the next doctor strange movie is called doctor strange in the multiverse of madness in the comics that's what these alternate realities are referred to as is the multiverse so multiple universes yes i get it (laughs) and lots of storylines coming from that we don't know exactly which storyline Let's story stick to Marvel this storyline. I'm going to keep you on track. Right. I'm keeping you on track. Let's move well, forward. This and that's the great line. thing about this. You know, it's so hard to take a pick a singular track because there are literally thousands, I feel like. I'm going to ask you to this pick one. Go ahead and pick <laughs> one track and let's go there. Well, like I said, my theory after episode three was Marvel has ripped into the, the multiverse, right? And... She is grief-stricken. She is creating her ideal life. And she has, at this point, I felt like, either captured real people in the town or ripped real people from 
other universes and pulled them into this town. Right. Now, did she create this town? At this point in episode three, I didn't know. Right. Okay, so let's jump into episode four. For those that want to hear more about Tim's theories on people being pulled from other multiverses, they can listen to our last podcast where we covered that. Well, we covered a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> we covered a lot of it. Let's go forward. Well, right. So in episode four, all of a sudden, this is a little bit different right now. We're outside of the hexabubble. And we're introduced, well, it starts off with Geraldine, who got ejected from the Hexabubble. Except it's a little bit in the past. As a matter of fact, it's immediately after the last, or during the last Avengers movie, where people are blipped out of existence. But at some point, they were all blipped back into existence. And we're introduced to a very chaotic scene where Geraldine wakes up in the hospital where she had been waiting on her mother who was in the hospital with cancer I believe but time had passed and her mother had already passed away when she was blipped back into the hospital who's and doing the blipping? well in the Avengers movie it was multiple people Okay. Thanos, Hulk Iron Man, a lot of, a lot of blips <laughs> got it but we see that it ties right into WandaVision because we, we never did see exactly the chaos of the people returning. We kind of got a hint at the humorous part of it in the next Spider-Man movie, but we never saw the, the chaotic part of it. And so being taken right into the hospital in the middle of chaos, that kind of really brought that home. Next thing we know, we see that, yes, Geraldine is a sword agent, I believe she was director of S.W.O.R.D. when the blip happened, and she disappeared for a time. And in her absence, a new director was named. His name is Tyler Hayward. And automatically, everybody seems to have a complete distrust of Tyler. We don't know why, but he seems a little sketchy, right? But he's the new director of S.W.O.R.D., well, with names like Wanda and Vision and Geraldine, Tyler is not very trustworthy. That's just too regular. Oh, I know, for sure, right? <laughs> but that, that did tie into one of my other theories, is that I couldn't help but wonder, you know, has S.W.O.R.D. been infiltrated by some other preg uh, presence? I sensed a horror connection in the previous episode. Maybe it was just my imagination, right? But a lot of people still believe Mephisto, Marvel's version of the devil, is going to tie into this somehow. Has Mephisto infiltrated S.W.O.R.D.? Is S.W.O.R.D. unbeknownst to everybody helping Mephisto maintain this hexabubble and this illusion? We still don't know, but I do think something is up with Mephisto and S.W.O.R.D. and everything that's happening here. And have we seen Mephisto in the show at all? Absolutely not. Nor do we know for okay. sure if he's involved in any way. But episode four did, okay. did answer some things for us. For example, it did show us Wanda pretty much is in control of this situation. At least on some level. It did let us see that Wanda, this town Westview, did exist and Wanda has trapped these people in Westview 
which is kind of evil, right? And she's now forcing them to so, be a part of her sitcom reality. So you think she knows she's being filmed? On some level. I think on some level. And, and filmed... See, nobody's really exactly sure what, how this filming is even happening. It's not like there's cameras that are filming, you know. We don't really know how that's happening. She's definitely in control of it on some level, and she definitely knows on some level that she's creating this reality and that she's in control. I don't think she realizes fully that it is a sitcom that other people are seeing on the television. She definitely does not seem okay. to realize that. So give me some bullet points here. What are three things we learned from episode four? Three things we learned from episode four. Wanda has trapped these people. Wanda may be a very bad person now. <laughs> and one very <laughs> big reveal, at least a big reveal to me. I'm going to make it four bullet points. Let's go back to Tyler. Tyler actually, oh, you yeah, just I know, can't right? follow the rules. I know I can't. Well, there are no rules, right? So Tyler revealed to Geraldine that in her absence, the astronaut program has kind of been shut down. So Sword had a, a very interesting astronaut program. There was one famous family in Marvel Comics that we've all been waiting for. It's they're actually known as Marvel's first family, who were astronauts and in the comics gain their powers from a space mission. And was this a tease? Tyler's description of the astronauts and a lot of them went missing and the rest have lost their nerve to be an astronaut. Was this a tease for the Fantastic Four? We don't know, but oh. we, do know we do know that Marvel is going to bring in the Fantastic Four. They've had nothing but terrible movies from that other company we were trying to figure out the name of. <laughs> Not from Disney Marvel. But it could have been a, a preview of the Fantastic Four coming in, right? But along with that, we are also introduced to another big thing. Some characters we've seen from other movies. Darcy, who we were met, introduced to in Thor. And Jimmy Woo, who we were introduced to in Ant-Man. Jimmy Woo works for the FBI, maybe Sword too. But they kind of have a little Mulder and Scully X-Files vibe going on. Matter of fact, some people on social media are even calling for a Jimmy and Darcy television show of their own, which I think would be fantastic. Oh. But Jimmy reveals that this whole thing for him got started. The FBI was called in, Sword was called in because of a missing person. Who was on your yes, witness you protection? That yesterday. That's right. So we actually get to see swords, kind of a bulletin board material on everything they know, and a lot of things they don't know. They want to know what's the deal with the hexagons, right? Why is this a sitcom? But also they start picking out as they're watching the show the people of Westview and identifying them, their real names, their jobs, you know, social security numbers driver's license, all that good stuff. So we know there are real people in there. 
But interestingly, they don't know who all of them are or where they came from, like Agnes. Agnes apparently has a husband in the episode who she refers to sort of as the devil, but they never show him. Could this be Mephisto? We don't know. Geraldine, of course, was an interloper from Sword into the Hexabubble. And this missing person under witness protection, they refer to him as a man, but other than that, we know nothing about him. Nothing. And mm. so this... So lots of unanswered questions. Oh, for sure. So this brings us back and opens up a whole new can of theories, as it were. Oh, boy. Yes. So Here we go. You are listening to All Things Unexplained. So here's my theory, or at least my understanding now. I now know why so many men read comics. <laughs> because, of, whoa, the ratios on that lady. Holy. Um, I could be wrong, but go check out the picture. Let me know your thoughts. Also need you to settle i need our listeners to settle a little debate for me i growing up did not read comics that's not to say that other girls um didn't i do know that there are tons of women now who watch these movies and watch these shows and get very excited to go to these movies and i can see why it sounds like marvel's done a really good job of kind of giving little hints and clues here and for those that get it super awesome but i want to hear from our listeners any females that grew up reading comics. Go to our Facebook page, go to Instagram, all things dash unexplained. If you read comics growing up, go there. Tell me about it. Tell me which ones you read. I'm dying to know because my theory is that many, 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 many more men than women grew up reading comics. And I just, I have to know. And now I'll let you continue with your theory. <laughs> awesome. Well, I say girl power, and that's one of the great things about WandaVision. It's a female-led show. The main character is a female. Granted, she may be a psychopathic evil witch, literally at this point, but she is yeah, at least I mean, the main character. <laughs> and she's totally in control. soul sister, my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> she's totally in control. But it does make me wonder, and everybody is wondering, who is the missing person that was under witness protection? They have not been seen. There are several theories on that. One theory is... It could be Doctor Strange, though I'm not sure why Doctor Strange was under witness protection. But a lot of people do think Doctor Strange is going to make an appearance at some point. Maybe he's the only one that can get Wanda out of this mess. Maybe he's the only one that can get the world out of this mess if the Hexabubble keeps expanding or other universes are getting into trouble from this situation. And we know that Wanda is actually going to play a big role in the Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange. So it could be Doctor Strange, but my personal theory is we're going to finally get to meet one Simon Williams, Wonder Man. Now, I hate to go circle back, but if we circle back to episode you one don't, or two... You, you don't yeah. hate it. Don't pretend <laughs> like you hate it. <laughs> well, it's so great. There's all these connections, right? There was an animated introduction of the show, kind of bewitched style. And if you pause, you'll notice, just very briefly, there's a helmet sitting on the wall. And the helmet is one Grim Reaper's helmet. 
the Grim Reaper, of hmm. course, in the comics, and not the Grim Reaper, but he just is called the Grim Reaper in the comics, and he just happens to be Wonder Man's brother. Later, we okay. see Wanda in kind of a commercial shopping in a grocery store, and we see a box, a pack of Wonder Mints on the wall. Again, that could definitely be an allusion to Wonder Man. It's a lot. It's a lot of coincidences, right? So I have to ask: Are you noticing these things yourself, or this is you're going on to these? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Room, chat rooms, Reddit feeds. <laughs> whatever they're called and people are posting this and then you're going back and watching because how could anybody see all of these things well people look for these things and it's a mix right like people know these marvel movies and shows are littered with easter eggs as they're called and so people are looking and what people are hoping for is that they're more than easter eggs that they actually have deeper meaning and sometimes in the movies they do sometimes they have not had deeper meaning in the movies we're hoping in the shows that they do, so I do notice some of them. I cannot notice all of them. It's impossible. You're right. I've personally not watched. Yeah, so I want our listeners to tell us. I need our listeners to come and tell us like other things that they have seen that you haven't mentioned yet. And I mean, I could. I feel like I could get into this. It sounds like, you know, a mystery with different connections so i just need somebody to get me started off right like where do i start give me the first comic that me as a female who's never read comics before where do i go where's my diving in point and oh, i don't want right. it to come from you you're not a female who reads comics <laughs> reading comics okay well that's a great one i hope you get some suggestions there but you might want to ask yourself well what does wonder man have to do with vision in the comics what does Wonder Man have to do with Scarlet Witch in the comics? In the comics, Wonder Man and Scarlet Witch and Vision kind of have a little bit of a love triangle going on. Definitely a comic version of a love triangle. Because in the comics, Vision is partly who he is because Wonder Man's brainwaves were used at some point to resurrect the vision. It sounds mm. eerily creepy to what we have going on now. We know Vision was killed. We do know that part of him was recovered in some way on a computer system. But could that really bring him back to who he was? He really became who he was through the Mind Stone, which was destroyed. Apparently, that may be where Scarlet Witch's powers came from. So maybe she could read completely, bring him back, but maybe she needed just a little something extra. And that just something extra might have come from Wonder Man, who maybe she had a crush on as a possible 90s Hollywood action movie star. Oh. That's my theory. Now, okay. what I don't you know think is... Episode 5 is moving into the 90s, right? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't think so. And i tell you why. Because they've done 50s, 60s, 70s. So I suspect Episode 5 moves into the 80s. If you've watched oh, some of the okay. right, WandaVision trailers, there's definitely some scenes with 80s vibes. To me, it looks like a little Family Ties 
going on there. Some family ties moments. What did you think I would say at this <laughs> moment? Anyway, and also it looks like to me there's some classic 80s movie references going on at some point in WandaVision. So I'm thinking those are going to come in in episode five. Okay. At some point, Halloween comes into play. I can only hope that's. I feel like as five. soon as we're as soon as we're done with this podcast, you're going to be watching it. Maybe, <laughs> but we definitely have to come back on after an appropriate amount of time and do an episode five recap. Just see what we nailed, what we missed. Yeah, maybe we can even get Smitty in here. Oh, I hope so. Maybe. But well, we won't hold our breath, Smitty. Yeah, that's right. But you know, I do think that it's going to conclude in classic '90s, 2000s Hollywood blockbuster fashion. I oh. think that's going to be the finale. I think that's when we're going to see some of these characters, like Doctor Strange, emerge, like Wonder Man, come out of nowhere. Maybe the Grim Reaper. Maybe Mephisto. Maybe all kinds of people. How many right? episodes? How many episodes total is it supposed to be? I think there's gonna be ten. I think episode five okay. marks the halfway point, or there could be nine, either nine gotcha. or ten. So a lot of Wandavision to watch. I'm hoping episode five is a little longer, but it's probably thirty minutes again. Who knows? But we'll just have to see. I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm tempted to watch, but I honestly think that I um. And maybe of better use to this show by just not watching and just being totally clueless, and everybody can just make fun of me. Well, Smitty swore he was going to start <laughs> watching it this weekend. I think if you remain oblivious, Smitty begins out of nowhere. I know for a fact he's read none of the comics. I think that'll make us a pretty good trio to analyze I episode five. Feel like you just defined my life goals, which are to remain oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> To all things, preferably. <laughs> well, hopefully you can jump back in here. Hope you know at the end yeah. of episode four, we even got a sneak peek at what is now known as Zombie Vision. Oh goodness! Which was pretty cool, but you know maybe we'll see Vision try to leave the Hexabubble in episode five. I'm not sure, but most people have probably seen a mid mid season trailer at this point. And one exciting part of that trailer is it appears there's going to be a showdown between Vision and Wanda herself. You know, throughout this whole time, Vision has steadily been kind of questioning what's going on around there. And I think he's starting to catch on. Okay. Well, excited to hear about episode five, which we will try to get that podcast together towards the end of this weekend to release is there anything else that you think we need to cover well i made quite a list here i think that's about it we oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about quite a lot but even you know just brainstorming off the top of my head is it's amazing how long the list could be but we pretty much hit it all yeah one thing i do want to find out is is a little bit more about agnes is agnes the okay. agatha harkness from the comics we don't know everybody's waiting on pins and needles also to f to know will wandavision introduce the x-men 
will we finally find out mm. about mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Will her brother come back? Will Magneto be her father? <laughs> okay. Well, as much as I love listening to your theories, I am really interested to hear other people's theories as well. So I know we've mentioned Facebook, Instagram. Yesterday you mentioned we're on Reddit, all things Dash Unexplained. Where else could people go and share some of their theories? And can they still leave us a voicemail? Could they leave us a voicemail that we could play on the show? They cannot leave us a voicemail, but... One thing I want to make sure they do is please hit the subscribe button so you'll know when all our episodes come out. If you go to all things dash unexplained, you can navigate to our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter. On Facebook, we're all things unexplained podcast. On Twitter, we're AT unexplained. You can leave us a message on there, a good old social media message. You can leave us a video if you want to. But we would love to include your theories on the next episode. Yes. And also, you can help us bribe Smitty back to the show because we're now on Patreon, right? People can support us on Patreon. They can go there and buy us a drink, buy me some coffee. I need more coffee. That's right. Well, we're taking <laughs> subscribers. Oh, page, Patron. I've been calling it Patron. Is it Patreon? No, it's Patreon. We. Well, why do you think they would name it after a tequila? They can buy us some Patron on Buy Me a Coffee. <laughs> so the great thing about Buy Me a Coffee is, hey, do you want to buy CJ a latte? Just yep. do it. No subscription required. You want to buy me a, some Patron? You know, just send it through. <laughs> oh, but on Patreon, we'll sure it before we record. The next that's one. right. But on Patreon. <laughs> You can actually become a monthly subscriber and catch things like special episodes just for you, early access. We're even going to do some no-holds-barred question and answers with fans. All you got to do is visit our Patreon and sign up. Yes, and I'd be happy to give you a shout-out on the show. That's right. That would be awesome. And then you can be like, Mom, look, my name was on this podcast. Thanks for joining me today, CJ. Yes, thank you. I'm excited to hear more later this weekend. Looking forward to it. We're out of here. Bye-bye. This has been All Things Unexplained.